What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Salvage Secrets Podcast. This is Andrei Kalodinsky. And thanks for hanging out with me. And today is going to be a little different episode than usual because today is going to be the rant episode. Uh, basically, today is Monday and it was especially tough Monday because uh, I had some problems with customers and I just wanted to uh, kind of get it off my chest and to show you guys why you know a lot of times people think of dealers as, as like bad bad guys and like you know why they they think all dealers are bad and and not reasonable and they try to rip you off so I just wanted to show you that sometimes and like a lot of times is actually the other side's problem it's actually the customer's problem that they're actually uneducated they don't understand nothing they have too high expectations and they blame it on on the dealer all right so let's get to the first case it was this guy you know he's supposed to buy a car like a month ago he came down he looked at the car he liked the car he said all right great i love this car i'm gonna buy it all cash here is a deposit he left a hundred dollar deposit which you know usually i don't take hundred dollar deposits because a hundred dollars is pretty much you know it's it's not enough as a deposit to hold like a ten thousand dollar car you know it's not serious enough in my eyes but anyway you know i i figured all right you know it better i take something than nothing so i took a hundred dollar deposit from this guy then you know he asked me okay andre the car needs tires you know it needs front tires so please take care of that for me do the inspection and also i see there is a couple of recalls so please take care of the recalls also because i want the car to be ready you know i don't want to deal with it with anything else i just want to like buy it and drive it all right cool so two weeks later you know i'm still waiting the guy like the guy's like i'm busy i'm busy i'm gonna come down tomorrow i'm like i'm gonna come down in three days then you know another week later he says you know what andre if you know i i, I talked to my accountant and i figured that you know i don't want to pay cash for the whole thing because the car is like 9500 i want to finance it like can we can we do that like can we finance it because but i don't have you know i don't have credit history because i never had i never took out a loan i never had credit can you guys do it i said all right man sure no problem we'll give it a shot do you have like credit history or something? I mean, not credit history. Do you have proof of income? Do you work? He said, oh yeah, yeah, I get, you know, I get SSI, you know, I get, uh, you know, I work. So that shouldn't be a problem. I said, all right, cool. So he filled out the application. I, I uh, submitted it to the bank we work with. I got him approved. Obviously was the rate was high because, you know, he didn't have credit history. So obviously, you know, most banks turned him down, but the, the banks who actually approved him, these are the banks who are like bottom feeders. So basically they work with people with no credit or bad credit because they don't know if you're going to pay for the car or not. You know, they're taking a chance. So obviously they're going to charge you a high interest rate. And I called the guy. I told him, listen, Rich, you know, I, you got approved, no problem. But, you know, the interest rate is high. But, you know, the good thing is you can always refinance this loan down the road. You don't have to pay pay it like till the end you know you, you're not stuck with it forever you know you make some payments you build up your credit and then you refinance and get a loan with a lower rate the guy says okay fine you know so i took care of all the things i supposed to take care of i changed the tires 
I did the inspection. I took the car to, you know, to the dealership to do the recall, brought it back and forth. You know, I cleaned the car. The guy shows up. So it's been like three, about three, three weeks since we started the whole process, right? But I'm a patient guy. It's okay. Then the guy shows up uh, about, in about four weeks. He shows up. He's like, all right, Andre. Here, you know, I wasn't at the shop, so my guy took care, took care of him. He left another thousand dollars, and his down payment is supposed to be like twenty-five hundred. So he he left another thousand. He said, "Andre, get this car ready for me. I'm picking it up in two days. Here is another thousand. So he left eleven hundred dollars in total with with the original hundred dollar deposit that I took like a month ago. So he left eleven hundred dollars. He said, "I'm coming back in two days. You know." We're gonna finalize the deal, get me the plates, registration, I'm ready to go. And send me the contract, the finance contract so I can sign it. All right, great. So I come, I send him the contract. Then he looks at the contract, you know, he sees all the, you know, one thing when you hear things over the phone, but then another thing when you actually look at the numbers, he sees that the high interest rate, he sees the payments. And then he, he texts me like later that day, like, Hey Andre, you know the interest rate is really high. You know, I I, I don't I don't want to do it, man. It's like that's ridiculous. I, I don't want to do it. I'd rather go and like maybe wait, build up my credit, and uh, you know then I'll buy the car. <laughs> Crap. I'm like, man, I told you your interest is is gonna be high because you have no credit. What did you expect? You know? It's like no, no, I'm not doing it. You know? I said, listen, you can refinance it later. That's you know that's fine. It's, it's just start, you know, start with it. And then down the road, you, you refinance and get a lower rate. But he's like, he's in denial. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. That's it. I want my money. I want my money back. I said, okay, listen, man, you know, you gave me $1,100. I changed the front tires. I did this, the New York inspection. I told the car to and from the dealer to do the recall. I cleaned the car. You know, I'm gonna give you, you know, I have no problem. You know, you left me $1,100. The tires cost me 250, the inspection cost me $37. The tow truck to and from the dealer cost me like $75 each way. So that's that's around like 500 bucks. So that's the money I'm gonna take from your deposit as actually the things that I actually did to the car because you asked me to do them, even though you're not buying the car, right? So this, this will be the money that will that, that cover my expenses. And I'm going to give you the rest of the, I'm going to give you back the rest of the money. Even though I was waiting for you for the whole freaking month to make this deal. I didn't show the car to other people. All right. I, I, I kept it off the market. Um, I spent time working on, on financing for you by going back and forth with the bank, faxing them paperwork. I'm not charging you for all this. All I'm charging you for is basically the money that I actually spent on the car and getting it ready for you. And the guy comes in he's like all upset he's like i'm gonna you know this this is crazy you know I, I just changed my mind all this stuff you're supposed to do anyway you know you know I, i'm upset i'm gonna sue you blah 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 blue 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 you know so listen I, he's like give me my 600 you know that, that's fine i just want to move on with my life you suck you know I, i'm disappointed i'm not happy right so Listen, I told him, listen, man, you're free to go sue me if you want to. I think I'm being very reasonable with you, you know. Most dealers wouldn't even refund you the rest of the money. They would just keep the whole thing. 
just because you know when you when you do something like that i mean it's not like i'm taking advantage of you or i'm making money you know but i i lose my time i lose my money and then you you bail out of the deal it's not my fault right that's what the deposit is for so you you actually guarantee that you're going to follow through with the deal right so that was the case number one you know i'm like i gave him the money i said you know do whatever you gotta do man you know if you feel like you want to sue me that's fine with me because you know you have no shot basically at court because i i have all the receipts and you know everything proved that what happened so i don't worry about that but whatever that was like the first guy it was not even the worst but then this lady came over later in the day that really like really pissed me off and actually probably uh made me actually record this episode uh basically what happened was she she is a good customer of mine she bought a couple cars from us before i always took care of her she you know she trusted me she whatever cars she got she was happy so we sold her this this car it was a 2010 nissan rogue with like 110,000 miles on it like a six thousand dollar car basically with a lot of miles 2010 which so it's like seven years old but anyway the car was like in good shape no issues you know i i gave her warranty on it like engine transmission i told her even though it has 110,000 miles and and usually over 100,000 the cars are sold as is but i'll still give you a warranty because you know she's my good customer and i knew the car is good so nothing's gonna happen so two weeks later uh, she comes back. She says, check engine light came on. I said, all right, cool. Let us check it out. So we checked it out. It turned out to be some kind of like issue with like RPM. So not nothing really major, you know, nothing that actually affects like engine or like safety or anything like that. Just some like some minor issue. But the problem is like this is one. Of, this was one of those cases that you couldn't really tell for sure what's causing the, the problem it might be like this might be that you know might be dirty throttle body might be like might need reprogramming might might need you know it's like a lot of different things that could happen so we you know my guy took looked at it he uh, basically he did some things like he reset the throttle body you know he did whatever he needed to do he said drive it see if the light comes back on you know because i you know it might come come back on or it might not and we didn't charge you anything for it free you know so they drove it a little more the light came back on they came back again so we did some other some other stuff you know like which we, we you know we, we did other things and the same thing where you set the light tell her any problem just come back again we didn't charge you for it all right so two or three weeks later which like today I, I don't know how long how long it uh, passed since she bought the car probably a month today she comes in the office like all like you know like angry and disappointed with the bill in her hand she hands me the bill like here take a look at that i look at the bill the bill is like twenty eight hundred dollars apparently that's the money that someone else charged her to actually fix fix the car she said look look this is what what had to be done to the car i paid twenty eight hundred dollars twenty eight hundred dollars what, what are you going to do about that you tell me the car you told me the car was good now this is the money i spent so i take the bill i look at the bill 
And what I see actually kind of shocked me because all the things that were, that, you know, that the guy apparently did to the car, these were like suspension parts, which had nothing to do with check engine. There were like struts, you know, control arms, links, uh, axles, like, so basically the guy replaced the whole suspension all around on the car. He re they replaced, you know, all around, you know, the, everything in the suspension. And I have no idea why they did that. And the prices they charged were just, just ridiculous. Like, you know, like the control, control arms were like almost $300 a piece where you can get them in the store for like probably 60 bucks. You know, like axles, it's just mind boggling, you know, like, so basically what happened was the guy definitely, definitely ripped her off. You know, I don't know why he did all that work or what happened. And then in the end of the bill, there was like a, like a little note about the check engine light. Basically it said like, all right, we checked the code. This was the code. Uh, oh, accident here, I gotta go around it. Oh, sorry. All right, so the, basically the guy said, I checked the code. The code was this, I, I reset that. If the light comes back on, has to come back for further diagnosis. So basically he told her the same thing that we told her. It just reset the light, did some procedures and said, if the light comes back on, bring it back. And he didn't charge her anything for it. It said it was complimentary, but he did charge her for all the other work that he did, which was completely unnecessary. He changed the parts that, were, that didn't have to be changed, you know? So, and, and you know, the lady thought that basically the work he did has something to do with check engine light. <laughs> and uh, she's like, what are you going to do about it? I, I asked her, listen, like, first of all, all this has nothing to do with check engine light. It's all suspension parts. And, and all of these parts did not have to be replaced. You know, and I, I said, she's like, well, I brought, I brought the car to you like twice and you didn't fix the issue. So I, I know I had to bring it to that guy. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to, you know, to... Um, to bring it to you blah 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 i said listen if you if you brought the car to me and told me like do all this work for you i would do this i would happily do this work for you and i would charge you like probably less than half of the of what that that, that other guy charged you and she's like oh i've been going to him for 10 years you know i'm like listen i don't care how many years you've been going to this guy but he, he definitely ripped you off for sure you know and now you, you, now you, you know, now you expect me to do, to, to like pay the bill or do something about it. Basically, you go to somebody, they rip you off, and then you expect me to pay for it. That just doesn't make any sense, you know. And you know, I feel bad not because like I'm scared or something. It's like not because I, you know, I'm afraid that she's gonna sue me or I did something wrong. I just feel bad because she's a good, good customer of mine, and I'm sure I'm gonna lose her, you know, because because she thinks that I, you know, I sold her a bad car or I took advantage of her. But in reality, it's the other guy's fault, you know. She should, she should actually sue that guy because he, he, he charged her like three times more than he's supposed to charge her. And he, and he changed parts that, parts that he's, he's not supposed to change, you know. They, it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I, I'm kind of pissed off right now, but at the same time, there's nothing I can do. Because I know her, I know even if I told her like, listen, I'll give you like two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars, whatever, that, that wouldn't make her happy, you know, because it's a twenty-eight hundred dollar bill, and instead of like, 
I even understand like if she went to that guy and, and asked him to check the car and he actually checked it and he told her, oh, it needs this, this, this and this. She, and that's going to cost you so much money, let's say. Then she would come back to me with this bill and told me, Andre, this is what my guy told me that the car needs. What, what are you going to do about it? Like, I would, I would definitely work with her. You know, I would, you know, I would double check the car. I would check the suspension. Because another funny thing is when she brought the car back for check engine light issues, she, she never actually mentioned any suspension issues. She didn't say anything about the noise or anything like that. So that, that was another thing. And then suddenly the guy replaces the whole freaking suspension. <laughs> so if she, if she told me that, I would definitely take a look and like check the suspension and I would do the work and charge her like a reasonable price and we wouldn't have a problem, you know? So that's it. So that's how you, you know, some things that sometimes things happen, you know, and it's just nothing you can do. And I feel bad, but at the same time, I can't like, I can't be responsible for somebody else's like take, taking advantage advantage of her like or for her mistakes or her boyfriend's mistakes because I think it's actually her boyfriend he's like he doesn't care he just dropped off the car his mechanic said like whatever fix whatever needs to be fixed and the guy just replaced half half the car and, and charged him arm and the leg for it that's what happens so anyway you guys um, this is just to show you that car dealers are not always bad people you know, sometimes things happen, sometimes people are ignorant, they just don't know, they have been taken advantage of by somebody else, by, by shady freaking car repair shop owners and shady people, and then they come back to you thinking that they, they you actually ripped them off, you know, so, like I said, the point of all this is, please, just be reasonable, you know, uh, just understand the other, the other party's situation also. You know, before you before you sign sign up for any major repairs, something, call the dealer first and tell them like this is this this is what's going on. What like what can you do about it? Or like go for a second opinion or something. You know what I'm saying? This is just car mechanics are just like doctors. You know, it's not sometimes you know some things are obvious, but sometimes things are not that obvious, and you can't tell exactly what the problem is. So you have to go to like two or three places. You know and it's very hard to find reliable people and people who actually know what they're doing just like anywhere in life especially nowadays like it's very hard to find like real professionals all right so please please guys don't don't let other people take advantage of you don't let them replace parts that you don't need and charge you like ridiculous amount of money for it and and actually if you stick around with me on later episodes i'm gonna show you where i buy parts you know so you can actually go check and check before you you know before you, you okay the repair you can call and find out how much that, that part actually costs to avoid being ripped off by shady people another funny thing that i actually just thought about is both of this both of these issues actually happened with clean title cars and <laughs> not salvage so uh it's kind of funny it's like i sold you know almost probably over a thousand salvage cars and i actually never had a problem nobody no one just called and complained about stupid things because you know most of the time these cars are like pretty new with like really low mileage so they have no issues uh or maybe just because people buying a salvage car they kind of 
you know they save a lot a lot of money so they they can live with some minor things you know and they just expect they, they've been just more reasonable in general you know versus people who buy like a clean title car with a with over a hundred thousand miles like a seven year old car and expect it to be brand new all right guys uh thanks for listening to my rant i actually feel much better now <laughs> so Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate that. I'll see you on a later episode. Bye.